You are Locked On Women's Basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm your host, Howard McDowell, reminding you you can follow us on Twitter at LockedOnWBB and follow our coverage of the game 24-7 at High Post Hoops as well. Uh, make sure you are uh, on top of both the college game and the pro game. Uh, and somebody who is going to be doing just that uh, is with us. Uh, Lindsay Whalen, I, I don't really know how to properly introduce you with, uh, with all the dudes mm-hmm. you currently hold in. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess go with, uh, I don't know right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, pulling double duty, so I guess coach is fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, still still go with Wheezy. That's fine. Either one, you know, so uh, either way, nice I'm good. Qui- quiet off season for you. That must have been nice to be able to yeah. sit back and relax and uh, just sort of, <laughs> you know, let, let the waves roll in. Um, I, yeah. I, and we're not even talking broadcasting. So and and the and the work you did for the wolves as well. So I I, I, I tip my hat to you and and I guess that's the great place to start. I'm wondering as you started to think about what you wanted to take on and what the shape of um, your uh, next stage of your career was, coaching and broadcasting. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. thought you were going to be an excellent coach as long as people have seen you play. Uh, but broadcasting mm-hmm. is something you excelled at right away. Where was it? Where were those two for you when you were thinking about it before this came up? Well, I mean, I don't, you know, it's hard to say because until an opportunity comes up, you can't really, I mean, it's, it's like, it's not really an option until an opportunity uh, presents itself. So, um, I mean, for this off season, I was really into the, I was really, I really enjoyed the broadcasting and I thought that, that was um, another fun way to stay a part of the game and stay involved and keep learning, um, which I did learn a lot, which was really great. But um, I, I, I don't know. And then this opportunity at the U presented itself, and it's like, how, you know, I just could not, I just could not turn it down. I had to take the chance and take the opportunity. And um, so here we are about two, I think two weeks later, officially today. So um, two weeks later, it's been good. It's been busy, but um, it's been a ton of fun. So um, I'm really, you know, happy with the way things turned out and uh, it was a very productive <laughs> off season like you said that's for sure well i i just <laughs> i i wonder when you looked at this when you thought about this uh and, and you talked things over with people close to you whether the fact that there are fewer opportunities on the coaching side for women played a part it, it you know it, it's a relative rarity but there are more and more women on the broadcast side, whether it's men's or women's. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, the funnel is much smaller for women into coaching. You know, men, men can retire uh, and they can coach uh, in the NBA or in men's college basketball or in the mm-hmm. WNBA, women's college basketball. And it, those opportunities are in uh, much uh, smaller supply for women, so did that play a part as you're thinking? I mean, the U is kind of perfect, but I just wondered whether mm-hmm. that time horizon was part of your thinking as well when you tried to figure out, you know, what was going to be next. Yeah, I mean, I think that when you're playing and you start going overseas, you have about seven, eight months where you're you're working out, but you want to continue to be bettering yourself and continue to work and learn as much as possible. So. Um, two years ago, I did an internship with the Lynx where I was um, helping Roger and, and Cheryl with some GM type things. And so it was a lot of scouting and evaluating and 
um, learning how to put together a roster of players. And and then this last year, um, I did the broadcasting. So I, for me, it's, it was just like using the off seasons that I have before I'm finished playing to just as a, just be as productive as possible. And so that was my biggest thing was um, was just like how can I continue to get better? How can I continue to learn more? How can I how can I learn the game more? Um, this year I learned how to put together video clips and and whatnot on synergy and so hmm. i don't know all that just really it just I, I was just like how can i learn stay busy as well as have time downtime and take care of my body and all those things um so yeah i just i just wanted to continue to, to learn more and do more i got i can't really i like to rest and kind of hang out but i also for too many days in a row or too many weeks it gets really kind of boring you know and I'm if sure. you feel like you're you're just having down too much downtime. It's, it's never really good. I like to keep moving and keep doing stuff. So, um, so yeah, that's just what I ended up, you know, with this opportunity with FSN and the Big Ten Network. And I really felt like if now with this coaching job, that's now really, you know, now that that was an opportunity for sure, I wanted I want to do that, and I'm I'm going to. But before that, I was probably thinking. Yeah, let me do broadcasting for a couple of years until um, until something would open up, like the U of M or or another job that would be really enticing for for coaching. And so um, so yeah, that's kind of how it all happened. And uh, I guess it's the more you learn, the more you the more you meet people, the more you're around. It's it's good because you just continue to uh, to try to better yourself. Well, and and obviously the impression you've made opened those doors as well. And I, I guess I I wonder when you've settled into to this and obviously you're just starting to and like you said two weeks in but what is a typical week going to be like when you map out what the summer is like you know what what how are you balancing that and and I just related to that how much of a challenge is that for someone like you who is so pedal to the floor on everything you do mm-hmm. I don't know I'll find out I'll let you know in about two, three months how it goes. Uh, no, I mean, a great staff is, is first and foremost. And everybody's told me to make sure I hire a, a great staff. And um, so that's been, you know, a big, a big thing that I've tried to assemble is a really great staff. And then, I mean, I don't know, I talked to Don Staley and, and um, you know, everybody, I, I don't know, I think just take it one day at a time. That's what I've done. I mean, the last two weeks have been probably the craziest, busiest two weeks of my life as far as just um, – you know, having to get stuff done every day and mm-hmm. really having to multitask. But I think that playing college sports and playing in the WNBA has prepared me for that because I'm still standing, you know, I'm still here, I'm working <laughs> and I'm doing well. And I mean, if I wasn't prepared, I think I would have known by now. And so, um, yes, it's been a good, a good challenge and, and a lot of fun as well. I mean, at some level, there's got to be a recruiting advantage. I'm, I wonder if you talked to Dawn about this as well. Uh, like, like you mentioned, Don Staley is essentially the um, the predecessor in terms of doing this, and while she was still playing, whether it at some level is a recruiting advantage that you can uh, talk to somebody and say, you know, hey, I just got out of lynch practice, and you're able to maybe do that via FaceTime. Whether you think that could potentially be an advantage for you as well? Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out this summer. We'll see. I mean, you know, I I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, it's, we'll just take it one day at a time and I'll see when I get to get to that point. And I mean, it's definitely, um, 
I'm definitely excited that I'm still playing because I love playing with my teammates and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. We have a great time together. So, um, so yeah, it should be should be good. It'll be busy, but we'll be uh, we'll be ready to go when the when the time comes for and, sure. And you seem like you've made your peace with. Uh, you know what are what are the unknowns clearly of this, but I, I'm sure a part of that is the staff you hired, and, and we should we should touch on uh, your first two hires as well. Uh, the the first one obviously you have significant uh, playing experience with, um, by which I'm referring to uh, you know Carly Tebow Dodonis, who was your ball girl with the Connecticut Sun, and I'm wondering whether her ball girl experience ultimately was the deciding factor for you to bring her on board. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, Carly was. I've known Carly my whole life, and so I mean, it was it was uh, you know pretty um, you know easy decision there. And she's been obviously doing great things at Mississippi State. So <laughs> yeah, so, um, to be fair, so yeah, she known. she's moved on well beyond uh, her experience with the son uh, growing up, uh, yeah. daughter of Mike. Yeah. This, is, this is very. I mean. Putting together the you know top ten recruiting classes, uh, working with Vic Schaefer in Mississippi State. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Right. Yeah, no, no, she's just been great, and I uh, I'm really excited to have her on the staff for sure. When when you think about what Carly built at Mississippi State, I wonder whether that is in your mind for what the expectations are at U of M. Uh, you know, I, Vic talked about a lot of times that he didn't come to build a top 25 program, he came to build a top 10 program. Uh, do you think of where U of M ought to be in similar terms? I mean, I think we're, you know, right now we're just trying to get things going as much as we can. Obviously we all want to, you know, do well and, and have a, a great program. Um, you know, I went to the Final Four at the U of M, so I know it can be done, but we just have to, you know, take it kind of one step at a time and and do and do as well as we can. Now, obviously, you played with with Kelly Roysland, your other uh, hire, and uh, she's had significant coaching experience since then as well. Were those conversations you guys had as teammates? Were these conversations you had had prior to the job opening up about you know just an opportunity to maybe coach together someday, or was this something that? kind of all fell uh, together in the last couple of weeks? Um, something that that we had stayed in touch for a couple of years, honestly. And so it's just something that um, that we, you know, I never really talked about. But um, once this again, once this opportunity came up, it was something that, that just was, you know, we couldn't, I didn't want to, you know, pass her up because she was, uh, She's been such a great, um, you know, was a great teammate. And then I'd been to the U, um, just a, a great, um, you know, ambassador for the program. And so I, I wanted to make sure that if I could get her on the staff that we were able to make it happen. It's been obviously a busy couple of weeks. I just wonder whether you have taken a moment for yourself yet to sort of sit back and think about what it means to come full circle like this and to uh, return to the place where you had so much collegiate success in your home state? Um, not really. Honestly, I've been pretty busy. So uh, I will at some point when I'm able to kind of sit back, I, I will for sure. Um, it's, it's obviously amazing, an amazing honor, but um, not really. I've been busy. I've been working. i got to get as much done as I can these weeks before, uh, before you know, training camp gets going, which I'll still be able to work, but as far as 
some of the travel that I have to do and whatnot, trying to do as much of that while I can. Right. No, it makes sense. Leave it to people like like me to do that instead. I understand. So uh, as far as as far as the Lynch side of things go, you know, something that um, Cheryl Rivas talked about, and understandably so, is the struggle we're trying to balance getting you as much rest as possible, making sure across the roster she's managing minutes with the fact that, you know, you in particular have a dramatic effect on the team's uh, ability to win. I mean, just if you look at uh, the team's winning percentage just last year when you were on the floor and when the time, you know, when you missed time due to injury, um, there's a significant difference. Is the opportunity to also be coaching maybe a way to build in rest time? And if you guys talked uh, in terms of that, in terms of uh, using recruiting opportunities and other things to help keep you fresh heading into the playoffs this summer? Um, yeah, I think we'll figure that out as we go. And Coach is always great about doing those things and making sure that we're fresh and ready to go. So um, she's been at this for a long time, and so she's coached all different levels of young teams to veteran teams. And uh, I think she has a pretty good game plan on, on what, what it's going to take and um, – you know, what we all need to do to be successful this season. So, um, so yeah, I mean, coach, she's going to, she's going to do, um, you know, what's best for the team and best for all of us individually as well. So, um, that's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to another season and I know that she's going to have us ready to go. And then bigger, bigger picture in, in, in terms of your relationship with, with coach Reeve, what have you taken from her that you want to implement right away into your new job and how you know how often do you expect to have those types of conversations with her i i know mentoring is such a significant part of the way she views her job yeah i'll be watching everything she does pretty much (laughs) she's uh you know one of the best people to learn from and just an amazing um you know ambassador for our game and coach and everything that you could want so i get to be around her every day so it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a fun uh summer um of learning from her it'll be kind of um i'll be having another summer internship where i'll be learning even more from her and watching her even more closely than i probably have before because um she just uh the way she the way she does things and puts the team together is um is really um you know at the highest level so i'm gonna be learning from I'm one of the best for sure. It, it, it is, it seems an ideal situation. I, when you think in terms of the Lynx and what you guys have accomplished together, um, you know, obviously this was in the offing. Eventually there was always going to be a next chapter, but I wonder whether you have thought about, you know, not just the horizon for the Lynx, whenever that ends up being, I know, you know, you're going season to season with it, but the legacy for what you've built at this point. You know, it's really hard to argue that any team has had more sustained success in the history of the league with the possible exception of the Comets, who did it in a, a very different time in league history. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've done it over seven years. I mean, they, you know, obviously the Comets are the, the benchmark, and, and we, like you said, we've had a nice sustained run here, and mm-hmm. um, so we feel, we feel good. We have the same, you know, they have four, we have four, so it's... Um, you know, it's tied now, but, you know, they did, like you said, four in a row, and we um, and we have, you know, now over seven years, so we've we've had it, you know, going for the majority of this decade, so um, we're really proud of that, and we just 
hope that uh, we can keep it going for at least this year, and then we'll see what happens uh, beyond that. Four and, and obviously two WNBA Finals appearances as well over that time. So, I, I mean, really hard to argue with that kind of success. When you made the pitches to recruits coming your way, how much do you plan to emphasize, lean on, you know, what you and the Lynx have accomplished uh, over this time uh, as part of your pitch? Yeah, I mean, just the fact that I've been around all these teams that have, um, you know, since, you know, I feel like I now I, I feel like I have a pretty good blueprint on what it takes to win. And so I I think that you, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, obviously it's worked for, for us at the Lynx and what, what Cheryl has done for us, it's really worked. So um, obviously it's, you know, different in college and, and everything, but um, I at least have, have uh, you know, things that I, I feel have worked um, with links, so it's um, definitely something that that I'll, I'll be leaning on and making sure that we're that we're working on and, and doing well um, with the links. Two more things before I let you go. I, I'm I'm just wondering if you could take me through what was going through your mind when you first walked into the office at U of M. Uh, you were you know officially mm-hmm. hired, brought on board. You know what mm-hmm. what what did you see? What were you thinking about at that time? Mm, it was surreal because the practice facility is just so nice. It's off the charts. So it was really surreal. Um, I just, uh, I didn't really even, you know, know what to, uh, know what to say. I mean, um, it's, uh, it was just, yeah, it was really surreal because uh, first of all, it was my, you know, my name on the, on the office and everything. And then, um, yeah, it just was really, uh, you know, amazing. And I just felt very uh, thankful and just really um, thrilled for the opportunity, for sure. And obviously, this is the most important, so I, I saved it for last for us. Pulling double duty like this, uh, the way you have, what does it mean for the amount of time uh, that we're going to hear from Gentry in the coming uh, few months? And mm-hmm. uh, have you figured out you know, how you're going to incorporate Gentry into the work that you're doing, both with the Lynch and at U of M? Um, it's the first time somebody's mentioned something to me uh, about Gentry in a while. I'm um, surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to do with Gentry. I, I'll have to wait and see what happens and see what uh, see what I can think of. Yeah, you're the first person to ask me in a while about any type of Gentry post. So I don't know. We'll find, I don't know. I'll find that out when uh, when I get the chance to see what's uh, what we need to do with good old Gentry. We'll we'll, we'll find out. I don't. I haven't had any time to post honestly. So uh, I'll, I'll see the summer if I. <laughs> I'll see this summer if I'm able to uh, to do some things or not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, Lindsay, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, and we we'll wish you the best Thank of luck you. with all your many yeah. jobs and Instagram postings. And uh, we'll be we'll be <laughs> chatting with you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.